What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mind for Muscle podcast. I'm your host, Nick Boletto. And in today's episode, we are going to take a quick question from Instagram. I put out a, a little question box on my stories on Sunday asking for podcast topics. And the first one to come in comes from a man, Todd. So, Todd, I hope that you are listening to this man, and I hope that I do your question justice. So, Todd's question was asking about how hydration will affect performance. Uh, specifically, I, I would I would assume based on what Todd uh, is interested in, he's a he's a competitive powerlifter. So, uh, with that being said, I am going to talk mostly about how. Uh, hydration will affect your training and your results from training and particularly when it comes to strength adaptation. So uh, it's a really good question because there's plenty of research to talk about the effects of hydration on endurance and aerobic activity and uh, fairly simple explanations of why dehydration negatively affects endurance performance and aerobic performance and output. However, when it comes to strength training and hypertrophy and maximum strength, the results are a bit more muddled. So first and foremost, I will say that there was a 2007, I believe, meta-analysis done on hydration that essentially found very, very slight performance decrements when we are dehydrated. So I think it was something like 2% in maximal strength and 3% in uh, anaerobic power and maybe like 10% in like other anaerobic uh, variables. I'm not quite sure, but it was very, very minimal, the negative effects of being dehydrated. So what we can conclude from that is that there's going to be very minimal detriments on maximal strength. Uh, and the further away you move from maximal strength, so when I'm talking about maximal strength, I mean quite literally doing a one rep max. The further away we move from maximal strength, the bigger the effects will be uh, because the closer we're essentially moving to uh, aerobic exercise, which we know to have extremely negative effects with dehydration. So basically what happens when we are dehydrated is our blood volume decreases. So uh, because we have less water in our system, the uh, amount of volume that we can have in the blood decreases. As a result of that, our heart needs to work harder to get nutrients to the working tissues. So in this case, it would be our muscles and our brain as well. And when we are not getting adequate nutrients to our brain, our brain perceives exercise as harder. So if you're familiar with RPE uh, or just relative intensity of exercise in general, we will actually perceive exercise as harder than it actually is or how we might perceive it if we were well hydrated. Uh, if you are familiar with the history of RPE, you would know that it originally was on a scale that was likened to our uh, heart rate. So it was on a scale of 6 to 20, I believe, maybe 6 to 21. And, you know, it was very easy to see that a 21 would be kind of similar to 210 beats per minute, which for most people would be like maximal heart rate. Uh, so if your heart is beating faster, 
So if your heart rate goes from like 100 to 140, that would correlate from like an RP10 to an RP14. So it kind of makes sense that because your brain's not getting the nutrients that it needs, because you have lowered blood volume, it perceives the exercise as harder. Uh, if our muscles aren't getting the nutrients that they need, obviously they can't work as optimally either. So that is essentially the mechanism that's at play here. And obviously if we're doing a one repetition max, there's only, you know, one bout of exertion. And so, you know, it wouldn't be as much of a difference, but if we're doing say four sets of eight, which is a pretty hard day, if anybody's ever done that, you know that. If we're doing four sets of eight, all of a sudden we have 32 bouts of exercise. And so there's just more likelihood that the effects of dehydration are going to have a negative effect. So that is one thing to consider is that maximal strength isn't uh, affected all that much. However, uh, performance can have some detriments, especially as we get further and further away from maximal strength. So if we're doing threes to fives, we might see some decrease. If we're doing eights to tens, we might see a little bit more decrease and so on and so forth. The other thing that I want to take into account, and this is going to get a bit nerdier, is what kind of stimulus that we're trying to create. So if we're trying to create a neurological stimulus, meaning we're trying to teach our muscles and our nervous system, our brain, we want to teach them something, that is not going to have as much of an effect uh, as far as like blood volume goes or hydration levels in general, because we're just trying to improve nerve efficiency, whether that is intensity and strength output, whether that is uh, like rate coding or uh, coordination, whatever it is that we're trying to train, if we're just trying to improve like our mind-muscle connection or something like that, if we're doing a primer phase or something along those lines, or if we're lifting extremely heavy, none of those things are super reliant on hydration levels. Whereas if we are trying to have more of a metabolic stimulus, so we are trying to get our mitochondria to amplify and to become more efficient at producing energy. In order to do that, we need to force a lot of nutrients into our muscles to essentially, you know, almost try to overload our cells and overload our mitochondria and other organelles to make them more efficient. We have to give them more work to do to get better at their jobs. And in order to train that stimulus, we need to be extremely hydrated because essentially the stimulus that creates that adaptation is forcing blood into the muscles. You might associate this with like a deep pump. So to train for a pump, you need to be extremely well hydrated uh, because you can't achieve a pump if you're not getting blood into the muscles. And we already talked about how being dehydrated will cause you to lower your blood volume. Uh, so some other detriments to uh, having that lower blood volume is you're not able to sweat as much. So as a result, core body temperature increases. As core body temperature increases, more and more muscle glycogen and just other glycogen stores are depleted to help keep up with the energy demands of that exercise. So if we're depleting muscle glycogen and then we're also not able to have enough blood to 
get the nutrients into our muscle cells, then we're definitely not getting a pump because not only are we not getting nutrients and fluid into the cells, but we're actually depleting what's in the cells because we're depleting the muscle glycogen in order to regulate our body temperature. So it's kind of a twofold effect on the amount of hypertrophy and metabolic adaptation that we can get from our exercise. So my general recommendations, uh, I would I would say 30 um, fluid ounces of water pre-workout, so roughly a liter of water pre-workout. So uh, whether you train first thing in the morning or the middle of the day, get at least one liter of water in pre-workout. And I would say to consume about another liter of water during your workout. That'll pretty much ensure that you are staying hydrated. And then post-workout, another liter of water. If you're consuming uh, three liters of water around slash in your workout, you're probably going to stay perfectly hydrated. As far as the actual effects on your strength and your training in general, there's not going to be a huge effect. I would say it's safe to assume that the further away from a one rep max and the more like aerobic and endurance work your training is, the bigger detriment on your strength and your outputs will be. And then lastly, there is a recovery and adaptation type of thing to take into consideration. So if we're trying to have a certain stimulus in our training to cause a certain adaptation that requires nutrients and high blood volumes and uh, getting all of that into our muscle cells, then we probably need to be well hydrated. Whereas if we're trying to, you know, increase our output in our one to three rep max, or if we're just trying to uh, increase our, you know, efficiency of rate coding or our coordination in a movement, like we're trying to learn Olympic lifts or something like that, those things probably don't require you to be super well hydrated. So uh, I hope that this was helpful information for you guys. I appreciate you guys tuning in. If you have any questions about anything that I talked about today, feel free to send me a Facebook or Instagram DM and I would be happy to have a little chat with you guys about that. And that's it for this episode. Take care and enjoy the rest of your day. Talk to you guys soon.